You want to know another fun math thing that I did? <laughs> it wasn't really math. I mean, it was, but I would go on my calculator and just um, add up, like, really big numbers, and then I'd have this, like, sheet where I wrote down these really big numbers so that I could just, like, and I, like, carried around me. Impress people. <laughs> yeah, and I walked around, and I was like, this is my paper of really long numbers. And then, and I, like, spent a really long time doing it. I would, like, sit at my desk at night with my calculator calculating, like, all these big numbers and writing them down, and then I had this, and it, like, looked so cool. And then my friend in first grade, she was, like, my best friend, but, like, we were in a fight, and so she took my paper, and she ripped it up and threw it in the trash, and I was oh so gosh. mad at her. Anyway. Young mathematician Anna. Tangentially. I'm Cecilia, also known as Sess the Plug, because I like to plug in numbers and get computing. Um, kind of like the guests that we have here today. Um, so today I do have a special friend with me. My name is Arc Coat Anna. Arc what? <laughs> Arc Coat. Like Coat? coat? Like Cotangent. It's mm. Arc Coat is the inverse function of a cotangent. Uh huh. A cotangent. It's uh-huh. the inverse of a tangent. Mm-hmm. It's like but inverse. Then are you saying that? But the inverse of an inverse is just a normal thing, right? You know, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good thing. All right. Well, you can ask your sister about that, maybe. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um. Okay. So Anna. Yeah. Sorry, Arco Anna. Arco. <laughs> um, I heard that you baked a pie this weekend. Oh, I did. Yeah. How it was, was it? It was so good and. It was your pie, too. <laughs> really? Yeah. But you, you're, you made it, though. That's true. You made, made it, it, and you baked it, and you ate it. I made it, and I baked it, and I ate it, and it's really good. And um, I've been trying to, like, um, restrain myself from eating it, like, every night. Because it's just so tempting. <laughs> it's so good that I eat it with some vanilla ice cream. Anyway, we're uh-huh. getting off topic. <laughs> I mean, pie is good. Pie, pie is good. Um, I was going to ask, though, to make this math related, did you ever think about pie while you were eating pie? I didn't. No. <laughs> it didn't cross your mind. No, but now, the next time that I bake a pie, I will think of pie. Yeah, you're going to think of pie, you're going to think of this episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, did you ever have pie day at your school? No, like I in did March? not. No. I don't think so. Where you I went time. to a Montessori school. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, Alright, so I was wondering how much of pie you can name. <laughs> like, not that much. Let's, let's Three, hear it. 3.14159. Uh huh. Six something. I don't know. That's it. I mean, I probably, if I took a quick look at it, I could. I could go further. Right. Yeah, you're good at there, memorizing. There too. may have been a time that I could say more of it. Uh-huh. You know, back in my time of, like, when, when I was doing the big numbers, Your too, calculations. You know, like, yeah. big numbers were a cool thing to know. But, <laughs> right, I don't... I haven't worked with pi... See, I'm, I'm in the statistics, and that doesn't involve a whole lot of, like, number math. Right, right. So, I'm a little bit rusty, but... 
can always get back to it. Yeah. Um, so, I recently looked up the Guinness World Record holder. Oh, oh yeah. For being able to memorize and recite the, as many like decimal mm-hmm. places of pi as they could. It's this guy, I'm not sure how to pronounce, but I think Ravir Mina. Um, in 2015, and he's from India. Can you guess how many decimal places he memorized? Um, maybe like 70 or 80? I, I don't know. How long, do, how long do you think it would take to do like 70 or 80? Like so, how long to say it? To like sit there and just say it to the judges. Probably like a few minutes, a minute. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. What? But just qu- quick fun fact. Yeah. I watched this um episode um on the Netflix show explained about memory and there are these like professional memorizers who who like will memorize like really really long strands of numbers and there was this um this girl who memorized like a a long page of numbers, like all just like random numbers. It was like I don't get how they do that. Yeah, it's like so. Basically, she said that she like associates each number with I don't know. She like creates like a whole story in her head that she can like think of and like associate each number with like a specific thing that it reminds her of, and that's how she memorizes it. But there'll be like memorizing competitions where they have like, a certain amount of time to memorize some stuff, and then they have to, um, like, recite it to judges. It's really cool. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I just don't get how people yeah. can do that. But this, just, I don't even, I can't even fathom. Um, so this guy. Yeah. In 2015, named 70,000. What? Decimal places of high. 70,000? Yes. Isn't that Thousand. crazy? Seventy thousand. Whoa! I know. How many numbers are in pi? Is it just infinite? Yeah, the whole the it's an irrational number. So the whole thing about pi is that it just goes on forever and ever and ever. And so like it's impossible to name them all. But like, who? How did he? How do you know? Like, what the numbers are. Well, now they use, like, computers to, like, calculate that stuff. But we'll actually get into that later of um, um, older mathematicians that try to, um, like, calculate pi and approximate um, its accuracy to as many decimal places as it could. But right here, I, I, I have a picture for um, Anna. And so he's blindfolded and just sitting there and reciting as many as he can and so it took him like 10 hours 10 hours it, like i just Dude. how can you be in like a mindset for that long? Do i don't have know. like a food break i i don't know i was don't it much into it but that's crazy. crazy yeah wow yeah um and he was blindfolded the whole time also like just to sit in the dark for that long fall asleep. yeah fall asleep um but yeah wow it's crazy um okay but getting back to pi yeah Actually, pi. Yeah. Um, tell me what you know about pi. Like, what is, like what comes to mind when you think of pi? Not like well, the dessert, but pi. I know that you use pi to um, calculate the area and the circumference of a circle. Uh-huh. And that 
um, on the unit circle, pi is equal to 180 degrees. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and... Yeah. I think that's, that's like the first things that come to mind when I think of pi. Yeah. Um, and so the area of a circle is what? Like, how do you find the area of a circle? Pi r squared. Yeah, and circumference. 2 pi r squared. Yeah, and then also the unit circle uses pi as well. And so, um, I don't know, when I think of pi, I just immediately think of circles. Um, and um, Anna and I were talking before this, <laughs> and she was talking about the dessert pi. And oh, well, yeah, because pi, pi represents a circle, and the food pie is circular and so that's crazy i never thought of that before there's got to be something and, there <laughs> but then also like i was thinking that pie then must have come before cake because then why is cake not called pie because cake is also a circle yeah but it's not pie i mean like it's, what it's makes questions <laughs> and well you know pie and pie are spelled differently too so but it's like but Close. it's but how many how many different ways can you spell like the P Y E P Y E Maybe that's the thing. I don't know. P anyways. Yeah. Okay. So as you may be able to tell, today we're gonna be talking about circles. Woo! My favorite shape! Yeah! <laughs> I asked Anna like what her favorite shape was like a few days ago. So but it's it's one of my favorite shapes. And too. you know, I never thought about what my favorite shape was, and then I realized that Circles are just, you can do so much with circles. Yeah. Like, they're in everything. Yeah. Like, if we look around the room right now, I uh-huh. can find so many circles. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. What do you know about circles? Like, what, what makes a circle a circle? How many sides? Sixty degrees. How many sides does it have? None. One. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's mind-boggling. No angles. Yeah. It's all round. <laughs> yeah, I think um, circles can be, I don't know, they're, they're so interconnected in many different um, parts of mathematics, and I, I think infinity is a huge one, mm-hmm. um, and like you can, and fractals also, um, I was looking at some, some cool pictures of, um, if you draw any shape, and then you draw a as big of a circle as you can inside of the shape and then you keep on filling up the empty spaces by drawing as big of a circle as you can then it makes um it just looks like a some sort of shape with a bunch of dots in it but it it looks so cool and um it was like some girl explaining this on con (laughs) and she was like i do this um with elephants when i'm bored Hmm. i'll show you i'll show you things later it's really cool um, and it's pretty too, but I think it's cool because it circles tie to um, infinity so well, um, and they're everywhere in they everyday life. Um, but yeah, so the first thing um, I want to talk to you about is um, squaring a circle. Whoa. <laughs> um, I. Uh, there's this book that I'm reading, and I got to this part, and I, I, I kind of just, 
I was torn between wanting to read it and not wanting to read it mm-hmm. because what what is squaring a circle? Like, yeah. numerically or, like, putting a square around a circle? Um, and it turns out it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of just putting a square around a circle. Um, but um, there's this problem called the quadrature problem, um, and it's also known as squaring the circle. But it basically is that... Um, that the value of pi is impossible to um, like have an exact exact value of because it's an irrational number, so mm-hmm. it just keeps on going for infinity. And because um, the value of pi is used to calculate the area and the circumference of a circle, mm-hmm. it is um, impossible to find the exact area of a circle numerically because if you think of like the formula that you'd be using to find the area of a circle yeah. and pi is a thing and if pi is irrational then the number is gonna be like not exact exact numerically. yeah that makes sense um because usually when you're calculating you just put in like whatever value um squared times 3.14 mm-hmm. not like whatever goes on forever um but yeah, um, so there were, um, I mean, this is this problem has um, has really stumped mathematicians for a long, long time, and even in the Bible, there are references um, of of this issue, this problem, and trying to figure out how to come up with a measurement for the area and the circumference of a circle relative to pi. Um, and so it it like what didn't really go anywhere because the the references in the bible were all um like kind of close to pi but they're not pi mm-hmm. um so it one of them turned out to be 3 cuz they were just like it was like a basic thing and it was like and then we yeah. went to Jerusalem and they rolled the wheel and it, 30 meters and it was a meter so um it wasn't it wasn't exact at all um but it's cool because they were thinking about it back then um but then um in 1882 a guy named charles louis ferdinand von lindenman um proved that pi was a transcendental number do you know what a transcendental number is I don't, I feel like I, I mean, I've heard that term, like it sounds familiar, uh-huh. but I, I wouldn't be able to define it for you right Okay, now. yeah, I, I didn't know what it was when I uh, read this, so I had to do some further research, but um, a transcendental number is a real or a complex number that is not an algebraic number, and um, an algebraic number is any number that is the root or like a solution of a polynomial equation um and so yeah so that means that a transcendental cannot be a root or a solution of a polynomial basically um and so some transcendental numbers um that are pretty well known are pi and e and you were just talking about yeah. e um so yeah, but for example, um, 
last episode I talked about um, the square root of 2 and um, that is an irrational number and I proved that but um, and so is pi and e but um, pi and e are transcendental numbers and uh, root 2 is an algebraic number because it is the root of a polynomial um, yeah but anyways um, uh, Lindemann in 1882 proved that pi was a transcendental number um, and therefore um, came to the conclusion that it's impossible to square a circle using Euclidean tools um, because oh and then then also um, I love this book that I'm reading um, and it has, Wait, what's it called? It's oh, okay. This is may actually be my favorite book of like all time. I read it all the time. It's called Beautiful Geometry. Um, it's by Eli Mayer and Eugene Host. Eugene. Eugene. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I mean, it has such beautiful visuals. Um, and oh, it's so nice. Um, but I, I say I've never been a fan of geometry, but, but it looks pretty tempting, doesn't it? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, unfolding you did there. I didn't, I, this is not on purpose, but these, we're looking at line designs right now. Um, but yeah, so this is another thing about how circles, that's cool. um, but yeah, anyways, um, so there's, um, there's, uh, this visual um, in the book um, having to do with squaring the circle and um, there are um, there are images of squares on top of circles um, and trying to figure out a way to um, have the, sh the two shapes have the same area and obviously they're not the same shape so there's going to be part of the square and part of the circle that are outside of each other um, but there are two frames, um, of a square, um, a big square and a tiny circle inside of it, and then the square by each, in each frame going forward, the square gets smaller and the circle gets bigger, and, um, if you have basically an infinite number of frames of the square and the circle coming, um, closer to each other in size, then one of those frames have, has got to have the, um, the squares area and the circles area be the same. <laughs> um, but I think it's, I think it's really cool. And I've thought about this a lot. Um, I remember doing this type of stuff in middle school, um, on grids. If you draw like a random shape in a grid, um, and yeah. some of the boxes are like halfway in the shape yeah. and so like counting that up to find the area if you if you put a square in a grid and a circle in a grid mm -hmm. that are like roughly the same size yeah. then you can like see which one has a bigger area and then just try to like measure it so that they have the same area and then look at the relationships between them um but this stuff is really cool um and i highly recommend beautiful geometry um it's such a cool book um, and so much to learn. Uh, 
I agree with that. Um, and then, moving on, now, um, I talked to Anna a little bit um, before about this one, but this is um, about how Archimedes measured the circle. So, you know of Archimedes, right? Yes. I mean, I've, I've heard, yeah, I've heard his name before. Yeah, he's, so he's really, he's up there with, um, with, like, Newton and Einstein as one of the greatest, mm-hmm. um, scientists of antiquity, um, and he lived, um, in the 200s BC, mm-hmm. um, and so he was born in... The, this is just like kind of a, a fun story about him, but he was born in the town of Syracuse um, in Sicily, and he lived there. And um, he, because he was such a great mathematician and scientist and fun guy, and he, he published so many works about so many different topics, so he's really just a genius. Um, the king knew him fairly well, and he, the king um, at the time was a little, um, I don't know, skeptic that his, his beautiful crown was real and he didn't know um, if it was actually made out of gold or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so he put the crown, so Archimedes um, wanted, it was his mission to figure out if the crown was real or not, so he put it into one of the public baths in Syracuse mm-hmm. and using... Um, like measuring the water displacement and stuff. We've we've measured water displacement in like yeah we have geometry geometry right okay. yeah with Edith yeah yeah um yeah and he he figured out that the crown was fake so wow. the king's suspicions were were right all along mm. um but yeah he's a he's a fun guy um but um and then he got he got killed in a mm. war after that but um yeah um so as i said earlier he wrote um on a wide range of subjects um but only a dozen or so of them have survived over all the years um and one of them is called measurement of a circle um and this is where he came up with a method to approximate the value of pi to any desired accuracy. Um, so, Anna. Yeah. Our co-Anna. <laughs> um, do you have any guesses? Before I get into this, do you have any guesses of how he did this? I I was trying to think of some guesses when yeah. you asked me earlier. Yeah. And, like, the closest that I can get to is, like, I know that... Um, from studying the unit circle last year, that I, that pi two pi, a whole circle, is equal to two pi. The unit circle. Yeah, the yeah. unit circle. I you know, I don't really know though. Mhm. I I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean that's good. That's a good connection to the unit circle. I I wonder if the unit circle has anything to do with, um, what he was thinking about. I'll have to look more into it, but, um, what he did is a lot of what, um, I did as a kid just for fun, um, and it's a lot of what I've, I've thought about, um, but basically, he, so he took a circle, Mm -hmm. 
and he put a, a regular polygon on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one would be a triangle because it has three sides. And then four sides, five sides, so then go into an octagon, mm-hmm. and then, like, a dodecagon. And, like, keep on going till there's, like, a bunch, a bunch of sides. And, um, but basically, so it's that idea. So he first started with um, a hexagon, so took re- a regular hexagon, um, and then added sides. So the first one that he did, that he did was a six-sided polygon, and then he went to 12 sides, mm-hmm. 24 sides, 48 sides, and then finally 96 oh. sides. Um, so there's a cool visual, but you can you can see. So the more sides that you yeah. add, and this is all on the inside of the circle. Um, and so the more sides that you add, the, the closer the shape looks to a circle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so to find the value of pi... Um, accurately, he took, um, he, he took the, I mean, all the shapes, but specifically the 96-sided polygon, um, and it's a regular polygon, and he found the perimeter of the polygon, um, just by adding up Mm -hmm. the lengths of all the sides, and then he divided the perimeter of the inside shape by the circle's diameter, um, because of, <laughs> um, because uh, pi is the circumference to diameter ratio, um, and that approximated pi fairly well. Um, so with a ninety-six sided polygon, he found the value of pi to be between three and ten seventy-ones and three and ten seventieths. Um, and decimal-wise, that ended up being between 3.14085 and 3.14286. So I think that's super impressive yeah. um, and, and clever as well. Um, but what he did find was that all of the values, um, I mean, this what I just read you was um, uh, after he realized that by putting the the polygons inside of the circle, he was always underestimating the value of pi because yeah. they're always inside of yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I really like this problem because it um, it just keeps on going. Um, you could just go on forever with however many sides you add to a regular polygon and you still won't get a circle because a circle like we were talking about earlier is like I don't know one has one side has no sides it's it's confusing um but yeah you could have like a million sides and it would look like a circle but it it wouldn't be a circle but also if it looks like a circle would it it's a circle you know because like if you think about it like you're looking at pixels on a page when you're looking at a picture of a circle and so like technically it's not completely circular because it's just like pixels. So representing a circle visually and numerically is 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 hard and it's you really can't be accurate, which I, I don't know, that just blows my mind. So I love circles. Um, there's so much to talk about with circles. There is. I, I was just gonna say that um, 
if pi, since pi is equal to infinity and pi represents a circle, a circle is also infinite because since it has no sides, you just, it keeps going around and around. And I was kind of thinking of it like in a hamster wheel. Like if you get on, you just like keep spinning around and around, you never get off. Like it could be theoretically infinite. And if pi is infinite, circles are infinite. I don't know, it's cool. It is really cool, yeah. Because um, it's easy to, you just like look at a circle and you think, oh, it's just a circle, simple shape. Yeah. But really, there's no, no, so no. much yeah. behind it that, yeah, it's cool. There's so much to think about. There is. And you don't know about it until you start thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And so much of math is like connected to it. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just showing on pictures, or sorry, arc codon, um, <laughs> pictures of, um, like, fractals, and I would love to do an episode on fractals, um, yeah. and I'm gonna do an episode soon about infinity, I'm really excited about that one, so I'm excited about that one. You should yeah. talk to Anton about that one, he had, he was talking about, an exam, he was talking in math class the other day about, I, I'm not gonna do a good job explaining <laughs> it, but, like, something to do with infinity and... Um, golf balls and I don't know. I like I I'll was confused it, because it's infinity is such a weird thing to think about. But I know yeah. that Anton has a lot to say. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Um, all right. Uh, that's pretty much it. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for um participating. This was fun. Here. Yeah? Yeah, and I've learned so much about circles. <laughs> and sometimes, you know what? Sometimes I forget the math is fun because I just get so bogged down and right. like when I don't when I don't understand, it just gets really stressful and then I'm like I hate math. But like <laughs> math is really interesting. It is, yeah. And I'm yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glad you said that. Um, it is a lot of fun. I have lots of fun books that you can look at. Um, so many things to talk about. You can be on a future episode. Oh, I, I want to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe you'll have to tell me your favorite number next and we can talk about that one Ooh, number. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Arco Anna, for <laughs> being here. And thanks. thanks. That's the plot. Yeah. Thanks to my listeners, whoever you are however many of you there are um and there's gonna be some more episodes to come maybe something about infinity um yeah this was speaking tangentially with Sessa Plug and um yeah happy mathing woohoo woohoo